The aim of Black Mental Matters is to tell experiences with honesty. Therefore, some discussions may trigger an adverse reaction. If a discussion is beginning to upset you, we advise that you please stop listening and talk to your support team. Hello world, this is Vince, the voice, Bailey, and welcome to the Black Mental Matters podcast. I'm your host, and Black Mental Matters is a series of in-depth interviews and discussions around mental health, and particularly mental health in the black community, something that needs so much discussion and research and, uh, you know, can help us so good, so much, because mental health, y'all, is our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It determines how we think, how we feel, how we act. And uh, if it's not in order, you could have a lot, a lot of problems, a lot of issues and a lot of acting out. You know, the thing that uh, really touches me with this whole subject matter is that we we have these issues in our lives. We feel like or think that we are the only ones. And I'm here to share with you that you are not alone and that uh, this discussion is to hopefully help us identify and then act so that we can have what is called good mental health. You know, what is that? We take care of our bodies again. And we exercise and we work out, you know, we eat and all this kind of stuff. But what are we doing for our minds, which then, you know, lead guides and direct us in all kinds of, uh, you know, situations in life, your job, your relationship, your family, everything. So today we're going to uh, talk to my good friend, Dr. Eugene Harrington, and uh, this topic will deal with depression, you know, a common but serious mood disorder. And I did say that word, common, causes severe symptoms and affects how you feel, think, act, and handle daily activities, even those basic things like sleeping, eating, and working. And uh, Dr. Harrington is an expert, so I'm so glad you joined in. It's going to be a group therapy session today. Welcome to Black Mental Matters. Dr. Eugene Harrington is a doctor of psychiatry and behavioral science. And what else, Doc? You do just a little bit of everything. Well, I do a little bit of everything. I do have a private practice. I've always been part-time because teaching was full-time. And uh, I also work with a couple of churches. And I work privately uh, with individuals uh, with various psychiatric challenges and so forth. So I'm across the board, but it's all mental health and psychology and, and, and trying to make people live a life that they deserve to live in a happy life, being happy. You know what? Uh, that, you know, I'm very happy because I've known you uh, for uh, quite a few years. We go back to the HBC down in the Delta and yes. everything else and yep. uh, got back together here in Atlanta. And so, you know, uh, you've been able to help me and my family, you know, with what uh, uh, your, your, your your expertise is. So today, first of all, welcome back. Good to have you. And uh, secondly, we're going to talk today about uh, depression. All right. We're going to talk about depression today and mm-hmm. what, uh, well, so, so, so first, uh, open up for us, Doc, what is depression? What does that mean? Uh, depression is, it has a, a various broad definition, but it's basically a mood disorder where the mind is not functioning properly and you don't feel up to par. You're not 
up 100% wanting to do what you want to do. You feel like you can't do what you want to do. You feel like uh, don't even getting out of the bed or, or, or doing anything. It's something that brings you down and it kind of holds you down. It's almost like a wrestling match. And the, the, the best wrestler have you down and you can't get up mm. and you you actually stay down mm. and you, you don't fight anymore. You just let it happen. And and this is, uh, uh, I mean, I guess some people say he's just down now. No, this is actual. Is it a disease? What is it? It, it, it is a chemical disorder. Mm-hmm. It's where the chemicals in the brains are not are firing like they should and receptors are not receiving the messages as they pass through. You know, if you touch somebody, you touch a nerve and it shoots from the point of touch into what we call a synapse. And that's like a bridge. And those chemicals there have to jump that bridge and shoot back up to the spinal cord, which takes it up to the brain. And if that's not happening, um, things are not working for you. It's just as simple as that. Wow, wow. So so uh, with depression, is there something that trigger I mean is is that is it a, a, a situation where something happens that triggers it or is it just something you, you this is a part of your makeup and this is how well it, it has several sources it can be triggered mm-hmm. because um usually most medical uh, situations uh, have a comorbidity component of depression mm-hmm. major medical uh, disorders and so forth because you feel like you're not in control of self and you don't have the livelihood or the energy you had prior to these disorders. So it is something that uh, takes you down and takes you back, and it uh, doesn't allow you to live a normal life. And there are very, lots of triggers, and there are many triggers, and some triggers can be overcome, but other triggers are not. They remain kind of fixed in the mental processes. And once they're fixed there, you basically, you, that, that, that could be classified as clinical depression because um, you're not yourself. You can't live a life of livelihood. You basically can't take care of yourself. You, you don't do social activities or those kinds of things. You probably like to stay away from people mm. oh, to yourself and preferably in the bed or in some chair or some favorite chair in the house. There but, must be, not to cut you off, Doc, but then there must be then levels because sometimes you hear of people or you may even know some people that mm-hmm. you did not know were suffering from depression. I mean, around the office, they're they fine, hunky-dory, bouncing around. And then, I mean, we just had a high-profile situation here uh, in Atlanta. Yes. Where, I mean, this family uh, looked to be, you know, the, the, the Huxtables. Mm-hmm. And and, uh, you know, tragedy struck. Um, there had to be some mental illness there. There had to be something, huh? Yes, there are levels of depression. Of course, chemical, major chemical depression is the tops. It is one of the major uh, psychological disorders that basically requires treatment and hospitalization. This is what you were talking about, that there's it's not firing It's properly. not firing properly, uh-huh. and, and you just can't get past it. But there's lighter levels of depression that are tied to events at, that's triggered by events and death and dying are some of the things that can trigger it. Uh, major accidents uh, can trigger depression. And um, I kind of um, like in depression with something that happens to you, and, and you don't get a chance, or you don't take the opportunity to work through and get past it mm. and see what what what, what, what happened to me. Wow. Uh, lots of individuals uh, just accept the trigger and a lot of trigger to continue to live as is, is some active 
uh, idea in their mind. Well, this, you know, being black mental matters and, and well, you know, uh, we want to help everybody, but we're specifically trying to help folks that look like uh, me and yourself. Yes. Um, when you say something that happened, whoo, black folks can give you a whole laundry list, you know, going back, you know, <laughs> how many years, how many decades, how many centuries. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a thought that uh, as I was uh, heading over here that hit me, you know, when sometimes the pushback is, well, that happened happened back then you need to get over it and all that kind of stuff but think about when you ask someone from another say uh, ethnicity the first thing they want to tell you is about their great granddaddy and what happened absolutely, to him absolutely. and that's why I'm so great today yes yeah that's something yes mm. it's amazing and that's a thing called intergenerational uh, generational depression and these are situations and circumstances where uh, it could have been a major family member a grandfather grand uncle who was depressed and never was treated and actually never were um, acknowledged that mm-hmm. he, would, he or she was He was depressed. just crazy uncle up in, just the, in crazy the attic. Just crazy uncle wow. in, in the attic, and he was accepted. So there are people who have not been treated and have not been recognized as being depressed. And those uh, levels of personality can be transferred over generation to younger members of the generation and mm. cared for. And the more it remains untreated and unrecognized and unnoticed, the worse it becomes. Mm. And uh, some people have defenses where they can kind of hide it. But oftentimes, the hidden stuff is not hidden and is basically known by people who are around you and people who come in contact with you. But uh, you have to do something about it, just like if you're hungry, you eat. If you need to do some other kind of uh, mental bodily things, you take care of that. These disorders can be somewhat looked at that. And if you can't do it, there are professionals out in the world who can assist you and help you to work through these diagnoses and these disorders. That's why uh, we're talking to one uh, right now, Dr. Eugene Harrington, and once again, uh, uh, in private practice to help with these uh, mental issues. We're going to come back, take a, just a short uh, uh, pause, and uh, when we come back, we want to talk about uh, those signs that uh, you know okay. show sure. uh, that uh, there's some depression going on. So Absolutely. Hey, keep it right there. This is Black Mental Matters. Black Mental Matters. I am your host, Vince the Voice, and uh, boy, what today we have my old friend and what a great person is uh, Dr. Eugene Harrington, clinical psychologist and social worker in private practice. He's an author, has done events. I mean, has just helped so many people over the uh, over the years and, and continues to today. It's multiplied today, Doc. We're reaching everybody and their mama. <laughs> Thank you so very much for that introduction. You're very welcome. So uh, we were talking about uh, uh, depression uh, on today's program. And what are some of the things, that the symptoms, Doc, that uh, we can see that someone, something's going on here? Well, I'd like to uh, bring forth the what is a mood and what is an affect. Okay. Uh, mood is when the mind is, is kind of still. And I liken it to different countries and different weathers. If you go south, you know, to Florida and on into the Caribbean and so forth, it's basically hot all the time. Yes. You don't get winters in California somewhat like that as as well. And that's a, that's the way mood is. It's a it's a depressed situation where it stays that way. Mm. You don't feel like 
talking, you kind of pull yourself away from people, uh, you don't like social activities, um, those kind of things, and, and that's your lifestyle, it's, it's your basically lifestyle. So that's a depressed mood, mm. and that's part of depression. And the other one is affect, and affect is like the weather too, I say in Georgia, where you have the seasons, it changes, mm-hmm. affects changes, it doesn't remain the same. So some people can be uh, upbeat today, and upbeat and downbeat the next day and mm-hmm. so forth. It's not a straight line for them. It's a up a seesaw kind of thing. So these two different, you call them symptoms or signs of depression, basically kind of gives you a signal or direction of where people are in terms of depression. Because you got, the mood can go up, up and down. And the affect, I mean, the mood stays the same, and the affect goes up and down. So that, that's the way you can identify this disorder. The other thing is that sometimes the uh, bipolar is another diagnosis of depression. Mm-hmm. And that's when, you when, that you term say, a lot, yes. when you say bi, you, 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 you're talking about two. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bipolar is that it's an upper part, which we call manic, which we say you have a lot of energy and you can do a lot of things. You can do what two person can do rather than one person. But when you're down, you can't hardly do what one person does. Right. Um, so that's that's a, a kind of CISO bipolar thing. And it's two different levels, bipolar one, bipolar two. But there are lesser um, degrees of bipolar that's basically functional. You can, and there's different levels of it too, because sometimes the depression goes down and it stays down. Yeah. Sometimes it goes up and it stays up. And when it does those kinds of things, we call it seasonal affect disorder because it, it, it fluctuates. And um, persons with those conditions can do a little bit of work. It's not that depression kind of takes you out of the work world and take you out of the social world and so forth and so on and caring for yourself. But the, the, the bipolars, it, the lesser ones, you can actually function mm-hmm. because uh, it doesn't kind of tie you down or uh, 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 have you not being able to do things for yourself. And we see people uh, that that's very manic, you know, they can just, just bounce all, just over, bounce the all over the place. Yeah. And then we see depressed people who just can't get, get out of bed and they're basically late. And, well, you, yeah. well, you know, you, you have some people though, and, and they'll say it with pride, you know, well, I'm just not a outgoing person. I like to be at home and, and that, and, you know, I just like to keep to myself and I just say this and that and I own people, you know, is that, is that a, a sign of some potential? It is. And we call those defenses and defense mechanisms are things that individuals use to hide or to make themselves functional in the world and not show the true faces of mm. what's going on with them. Mm. Um, because many people hold back and they don't let on to things until a big something comes through, a loss of life or a major accident, uh, and then they fall apart. And then the, the waterfall the is, waterfall is just down and uh, they, they can't function. But that baseline depression was there all alone. But it was not recognized, and it was not diagnosed, and it definitely was not treated. So it's things that we need to do, that we need to notice, that we need to be aware. And the things that you cannot do, of course, we said this earlier, there are persons out here 
who can help you. And these individuals like psychiatrists and psychologists um, and social workers, they are not here to function when you're down and out. Mm. They like for you to come to them when you work, you, you're functioning well. You know, come to me when things are going well and we can even make it well. It's almost like a coaching thing. A, a coach work with individuals who know something about their craft. If you know something about your diagnoses and you want to make it better, maybe it's a level that you want to increase in terms of your skill level. You can go to these professionals, these clinical mental health professionals, and actually help them to help you to make those steps forward and to increase your skill levels and move on to higher functioning levels. But see, Doc, you, you're asking a whole lot there because I'm yes. just playing the role right now. You know, it's hard enough to get us to go to the doctor for something physical. Mm-hmm. You know, my foot hurt, and then once it turned green, oh, yeah, I'm going to go down there, and I'm going to go to the emergency room or whatever. Now you're talking about me going somewhere and somebody getting inside my head. And so, I mean, I'm just, you know, yes, I, yes, I, yes, you, yes. you know how we are. And uh, that that's one of the reasons why we're having this discussion right now, because it is the right thing to do. It, it is yes. to, to, to get yeah. therapy. In fact, I call this a group therapy session right now. For Absolutely. those of you listening, yes, it is okay. Yes. And as a matter of fact, you will feel so much better inside once you A, identify, and then get the help from a professional like yourself. Yeah, I, I would be dare to say that all of us, needs someone who is objective, someone who's an active listener, and someone that we can talk to about our issues and confidence, and someone who can do something about it. I, th- I think the way life is today, with all the stressors um, locally, nationally, internationally, oh, uh, it's affecting us, and stress is a silent kind of effect. You don't know it is hitting you or is there until it actually you know, basically have you immobile. So I I suggest that we all get some help. And I know this big thing that starts with an S, it's called stigma. Mm -hmm. And it's been out there for a long time. And the mental health uh, area has been stigmatized for too long. Mm. And and, and it's too much um, belief in that stigmatism. But again, I say, you know, get past that. Find someone that you can talk with. Find someone that you can confide in and let it be someone who is professional, who can understand you because you don't want to blow your friends away. Go to your friends and dump on them. That's not the right. way to handle it. Right. Yeah, you'll you end up losing friends. You end up losing friends and you end up getting yourself worse as well. Well, you know, Doc, you, you use the word, that, that, that word stigma, but did you know that the stigma spelled backwards is am gets? <laughs> <laughs> I am gets me some yeah. help. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think we should talk to Webster, but we can't. I think he's passed on. But whoever's writing dictionaries and encyclopedias, we might make that suggestion to them. Yes, yes. Because yes. I think I think we, we've been held back for so long by, by the, the S word, the stigma word, and we haven't moved forward to get the help and to be help, helped as much as we possibly can. Yes, no one likes to go to doctors and they don't like to go to dentists uh, and so forth and so on. But, you know, um, there's one thing to take care of yourself. 
And taking care of yourself is not like eating the standard American diet or the sad diet. I think we have to watch our intakes of food. Mm-hmm. We have to watch our sodium intake, our salt intake, our sugar intakes, because these all affects the body. The other thing is that, you know, understand that the um, vegetables and fruits that we consume today are not with the nutrients that once were there, mm. I think those those fertile lands have been farmed so many times that the nutrients are not in the food, and we're not getting what we're supposed to get when we buy. Even in the organic side, it may not be there because any producer could put organic on a label, and, and it suggests to you that the food or the fruit or whatever is, is, is organic, but it's not organic. So you're trying to say that that, 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 that food that we're putting into our mouths and digested and going through our body also plays a role in our state of mind and and how we process uh, things. Absolutely. And this is probably not very professional to say, but the body uh, isn't intelligent. And the body basically can be likened to a physician unto itself. Mm. But it only can work when you have the right nutrients in the body so it can do its work. We got um, cells, we got red blood cells that will fight things. We have basically have an army in, in the body that will fight off things and will let us know when things are not functioning. Pain is not so much pain, but it's a signal to you that something is not working and something needs to be changed. We're talking with Dr. Eugene Harrington. Again, he's a clinical psychologist, social worker in private practice here in Atlanta and probably anywhere else that uh, he is needed. And we're talking, of course, uh, today, Black Mental Matters, but specifically depression. And uh, when we come back, Doc, uh, we're going to talk about some things that perhaps people can do to, uh, I don't know about treat, but at least uh, uh, help help others, help themselves get through this, uh, get through this terrible, terrible thing. Thank you. We'll be right back. Mental Matters. I am your host, Vince Bailey, and today we are with uh, Eugene Harrington. That's Dr. Harrington, clinical psychologist and social worker here with private practice in the Atlanta Metro. And Doc, you know, it, it affects so many. So what is it, this word depression, what is it, A, that I can do to help someone that uh, I suspect uh, could be, and then B, if it's perhaps myself that I know something ain't going on right, mm. you know, that I'm just not, you know, I'm just not... There's days that you can be down. Yes, but when you're down, you know, and this happens on a regular basis. Mm. That's a that's a sign, isn't it? Yes, it is a sign. And I like to start with um, rest mm. and relaxation, mm-hmm. the the two hours, because uh, the body to continue to do its maximum work and its ultimate work and its um, best work and its gold standard work is that it has to rest. And to rest the body is to get proper sleep. Hmm. And I think it suggested that we get uh, five, eight, eight hours, eight of hours sleep. of sleep. Yeah, and, and sleep is when you're in a room, not with your cell phone, or not with your wide TV screen, yeah. or not with the radio, uh, is, is noiseless. And also it should be dark because to get to your deep rim sleep, uh, that room need to be dark, and and light suggests that 
you're awake. Mm. So so make sure that that the room is dark and that it is relaxing so that body can do its build up for the next level of work. Because like anything else, you know, you work so many hours or do so many things and then you relax and you build yourself. If you go to the gym, you work your muscle systems uh, and you work them to the maximum and, and you feel the pain and so forth. And then you relax. But it has reached a level, a higher level than it was before. Mm. And as you continue to relax and rest and relax and work, you can actually reach Olympic levels. Uh, and I think that's the way some of the more major uh, athletes do it because they eat proper food, as we mentioned earlier, eat the right kinds of food and properly preferably more green leafy vegetables and fruits and so forth and less um, a red red kinds of meats and so forth. And they rest. Yeah, and they rest. Because some some of us and many of us uh, never actually shut down the media. It's hard. And, and, and you know what? I'm, I'm so glad you said that, uh, particularly today. I mean, it is nonstop balls to the walls. It's the first thing in the morning. Yes. You know, what did he tweet? Yep. And then what's going on over there? Yep. And then we got a hurricane coming. Yep. And then it was a mass shooting. And then he tweeted something else about that. And, and we're sucking this in. And it, it is exhausting. I hear so many people saying they're exhausted. They're just, mm. they don't know. And whew, that can't be good for your mental health. It, it can't be. And the brain has a of uh, imaging those things yes. in the mind because if you watch the news and I'm cr- not criticizing the news they stop at all the shootings and the killings if it bleeds it leads and yes and if you watch this at 6 or 10 or 11 that's what's impacting your mind as you lie down to go to wow. sleep mm. so you need to kind of maximize or minimize, minimize on those kinds of things and listen to relaxing music uh, uh, or some other kind of stimulation that oh is, doc that's so good because that, that that stuff going to be there anyway it's going to be there anyway. Yeah, nothing nothing it's, you it's can do about it. You're nothing. not Superman. You nope. can't run. That's, that's nope. so good, Doc. No, and it's almost like um, hypnotizing you mm. because you become hypnotized to this thing and you listen to it whether you want to listen to it or not. And uh, it, it's... Then you end up dreaming about it. Dreaming about oh, it Lord. and thinking about it. And I think a lot of us need to be dehypnotized mm. because we haven't taken basic control of our life, the way we live our life, and how we treat our body and what we put in our body because our body is a sacred organ physiological part of us and it's it needs to be treated like that mm. no other way you can't go any other way but just to give it what it needs to do its work if you're feeding this too into, right. I mean it's no way you can't help but be depressed I right. mean none of it's good none of it you know they may do a little salute to the troops at the end mm-hmm. but I mean if you this is I mean just so rev- a revelation doc. right yeah think about it everybody think about it right if you build up that body to where it, and, and see the body, you know, we're seeing bodies now that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing things and they know the muscle groups and they know the physiology and they know how to build these different parts of the body to an organ system. And this is just like you wouldn't try to drive. Uh, 70 miles per hour on a dirt road. They got freeways for you to do that. Mm. And uh, the same thing about uh, building your body. They got systems and clubs and individuals who can help you get where you want to get. 
And I think the body is just such a major part of of the vehicle that we carry around with us 24-7 to get things done. The mind is inside of the body. And oftentimes uh, people allow the body to control, but it's the mind should be controlling. If that mind is proper and healthy, you know, the sky is beyond the limits. You you can go as far as you want to go and be whoever you want to be. That's, uh, yeah, that, that, that's so uh, powerful. And, 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 and that actually relates to in every situation of life. I'm talking about on your job, how you mm-hmm. deal with your family, your wife, your kids, your, your friends, relationships. If you've got a positive state of mind, um, because things can go zero to 100 real quick mm-hmm. from one word. Right. Because you was twisted in your head for right. just that second. Huh? Right. And just think about uh, sometimes in places that you've gone to and you thoroughly relaxed and you enjoyed yourself. You're on a beach or, or the ocean or what have you on the mountain and uh, you, you just feel great. These are the times that our body is is at the highest in terms of functioning. Mm. Um, when it's relaxed because uh, the chatter and we call that the monkey mind chatter and stuff like that, is going on all the time. And many times we don't know how to shut it off. But if we allow ourselves to go a level deeper to the beta mind, so to speak, where you're relaxed and where all your organ systems are functioning, and this is where you can do your greatest work, including prayer work and spiritual work and what have you, because you don't have those interfering fields to deal with. It's almost like having two minds, like you, you, you're holding something back and you only have a half a mind function. It's just like an automobile that needs a tune-up. It can't do its greatest work because all the systems and cylinders are work, not working. So uh, it's a lot of things that we can do and should do and ought to do to keep a healthy mind. And many times we don't have to monitor and interact with everything we hear or see. That's right. Some of the things we just need to see it. And, and say, hey, and that's, say, uh, that happened. And that, that happened. That happened and let it keep and, rolling. And I, I don't want it to happen. I don't like to see it happening, but it is happening and so forth. And you keep moving because if you try to get involved in all this stuff and all this mental stuff, you lose yourself. Wow. Listen, Dr. Eugene Harrington, thank you so much uh, for your time today here on Black Mental Matters. And as he says, why don't you just do that right now? Just close your eyes, relax for a minute, and that's going to help you so much. If you are s- someone that you know or, or if you think that uh, depression may be a part of Doc, how do they uh, contact you? Where can they Where can they reach you? If they well, they can reach me. Um, I have a email. It's uh, H-E-R-R-P-H-D at AOL.com. Again, if you're just getting your paper and pencil ready, again, it's H-E-R-R-P-H-D at AOL.com. And the phone number is 404-422-5682. Thank you so much. That's Dr. Eugene Harrington. And uh, we are just so honored to have him. And as you know now, you're not alone. We're here with you. And uh, we just want to uh, provide this group therapy session so that we can all get better. So until next time, I'm Vince The Voice. And uh, we're going to do this again because black mental matters. Take care.